0: Get ready for Unriveted Radio on Super Talk 1270. Now, here's Travis Feist
1: and Rob McLeod. Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of Dakota Customs Unriveted, the Dakota Customs original podcast. I'm your host, Travis Feist, and with me, and always, my co-host, Rob McLeod.
0: What is happening, guys?
1: You know, it's uh gals. It's been a heck of a last week whoa yeah it's
0: been a tidal wave yeah
1: a lot of stuff going on it you know honestly I think last week flew by so fast that it just seemed like we were just here sitting in this exact spot like two days ago that's how fast like it just well we had no break first of all but oh, it just yeah, seemed right. like we that it just with, flew
0: we did one with once that I was like wait we did a podcast last week yeah because it's like so much other stuff going on um I'm surprised well, we didn't find time; we just created time. Mm-hmm. One of them seems like we do that on a daily basis. Yeah, true. Yeah,
1: you know, last week was pretty, uh, pretty impressive with the Adelins, uh believers in the Hammerdown Truck Show. You know, we set up for that.
0: Kind of had a a rough it, start to that deal. A very
1: rough start.
0: Um, basically, did like two shows in one day due to um, an inconvenient downpour. Yeah. And which it's really, we, it's almost like we're farmers when it comes to these shows because the weather can make it or Mm -hmm. break it. And it's like, you know, farmers have a lot invested in their crop, Well, we have a lot invested into these shows. So do the people that put them on, well, if the weather decides to deal us a bad card,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: that's what it is.
1: Yeah. And you know, and that's what you kind of have to expect when you're outside. Though you know, it's yeah, it's but, and it's North Dakota, so it's kind of a hit and miss. But, Like
0: where else? What kind of venue could sustain these shows? No, there is nothing. On right? There. Yeah. Yeah. Um, even with uh, the scale of the the truck show and then the scale of Buggies and Blues, um, it's got to be outside. Well, yeah, and just for anybody that isn't aware they canceled the races mm-hmm. Friday night. That's how much rain was uh, we got in about, I don't know, 45 minutes, an hour.
1: Yeah, it was, uh, it was quite the – well, let's – so Thursday we were trying to gather up all the cars that we wanted to put into this thing and get them cleaned up, get them detailed for the show and – Cars, side by sides. I think we had two side by sides and and the, the motorcycle that we we built that bigger. And so we get everything ready Thursday, Friday we get up, finish detailing the vehicles Friday morning.
0: They were looking good. Yeah, they were.
1: <clears throat> so then that we was very short lived. Yeah. Well, then we end up taking everything over to the show on Friday, which. You were technically, up, You were
0: set up for, what, maybe a half hour?
1: Well, well, but see, hold on, though. So we get everything over there. Technically, I think we were supposed to be open Friday, technically, according to like the 10, flyer. Right? Yeah, yeah, at 10. But if you look at what it was saying on Facebook, that it was only registration Ooh. on Friday. But if you look at the brochure, it actually says that it's the event from 10 to 4. So yeah. the good, you know vendor that we are we show up at noon I think we got there we were, were late anyways we're, regardless but you know it, it
0: wasn't due to negligence no we were just like hey we're gonna do our best and that's what we did yeah honestly. and I
1: and I think we were kind of hesitant though because it was already starting to cloud up and it was starting to get cool we so had I an think idea. we yeah I think we purposely kind of drug our feet because I I think we kind of had a notion it was probably going to rain, but then the sun kind of came out and it kind of like, it seemed like we're checking the radar. Yeah. And a typical Bismarck Mandan area, it's, it's snotty all the way around it. But then it's like, right when it gets over Bismarck, it's like a blimp and it just, you know, goes away and then you have a 50, 50 chance if it's legit or not. So I think we finally said, heck with it. We went over there. We brought the vehicles over. We got everything set up in our location We got this brand new tent that we purchased and yeah, we were trying to figure that out on how to, I mean, we kind of had an idea. I mean, we had an idea how to get it up, but we didn't have an idea of what the whole pack, like there was, you open it up and there was like accessories galore. Let's
0: just stop right there before Amy butts in and gives us a what for. Yeah. We... Had that tent together, no problems in less than five minutes.
1: Yes. We had it erected in no time with the top on it. (laughs) The problem is the problem is is that this this tent thing came with like a whole huge bag of like accessories that we were trying to figure out well how does how these accessories attach to this thing.
0: (laughs) And then like we were in such like a frantic rush. I was like, Oh, we'll just put jugs of coolant in them. Then Travis is like, Yeah, that won't work, they're seamed. I was like, Perfect.
1: Yeah. Well. So then we had there's like these weight bags that are supposed yeah. to go on there allegedly, and no, was so funny. Without looking saying. at them first, we just we just looked at them laying on the floor and like, oh, we'll just figure out something to put in that because I think they were sandbags. I think is what they were. I think supposed to be. You're supposed yeah. to put sand in them sand. up currently, but no they sand. they sew them right down the middle, so it's deceiving and actually how big they are. So you ran back and you grabbed jugs of coolant, which are not bad. I mean, they would have fit in there just perfect. I was
0: actually, you know, fairly proud of that. Idea. Yeah.
1: Until we grabbed one and tried to open it up and realized it was ah. sewed down the center, and that didn't work. Yeah. So then we ran back and grabbed water. bottles of water to put in there. Well, four <laughs> bottles of water on a on a leg for a tent doesn't add up to much weight, literally.
0: So then you really. So, He's like, hey, let's just get some tires, so,
1: okay? So yeah, next thing you know, we're we're back at the shop grabbing f- four matching tires because if we're gonna make it look oh, funny, at least yeah, at dude. least have a match. I never run flats. Yeah, they were actually expensive tires Good and years. matching ratchets. chops so it actually looked like we knew what we were doing. So we get all that put together on the tent. We get the bike underneath it, and I bet you we were in the, what maybe fifteen minutes. We just kind of partially got it done well and then it started clouding up really fast
0: because i uh took off to go get rj's defender yep which was a huge hit um
1: which didn't fit not did not fit under the tent which that's what we wanted to but it's so tall didn't work but it still showed it was yeah. not even close so i
0: remember i was uh me and RJ were cruising down the strip, and like, you know how you see, like, off in the distance, you can literally see, like, where the rain is coming down and just mm-hmm. bouncing off the road. Like, I was like, oh, geez, I better call Travis. He's got like three minutes to do something. So I was like, I called you, and you're just like, yeah. I <laughs> know you're all by yourself. I was like, you want me to come back? He's like, he's like, he's like, man, what's it's, it's just almost like you're sitting in your trailer. And the tornado's there, you know? Yeah. Like, I think we're
1: going to ride this one out, I yeah. think I said. And um. and it's funny because, like, as I'm talking to you, I could hear the raindrops starting to hit the tent <laughs> up on top.
0: It, <laughs> so You're just like, yeah, I feel you, Rob.
1: Yeah. So I knew at that point it, it was too late to get the bike out of there to get it to the shop because I knew, well, now that it started raining, I didn't want to drive the bike to get it all dirty so here I am underneath the tent, moving the bike, like as it's raining and water's splashing, I'm like constantly trying to wiggle the bike so that it's not getting dirty. Well, eventually it just, it became an epic fail that it was getting dirty no matter where I tried to position it because it was just downpouring. And then when you look at the the radar again, it shows like green around Bismarck, but it's downpouring and you know, it's like typical. It's typical. Well then it quit raining. It probably downpoured part for about half an hour, about forty five yeah, minutes probably. I, I remember it, it was uh
0: started downpouring really bad. Um when I was driving RJ's uh, defender back from his mm-hmm. house so I River Road, I was like I was like, I was so looking forward to that drive, you know. I've got a banging system in that thing mm-hmm. and like get to Cruz river road, you know, put some put some Britney Spears on. Sure, yeah. 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 And uh no. I had anxiety the entire time because uh it was downpouring rain mm. and, and I everything was was... driving through like monster puddles.
1: And everything was just getting dirty. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so yeah. Um but you know
1: So we we get there, we get the defender over there, and then at that point I think it stopped raining. Then we realized that our plan of having a defender underneath our tent for display wasn't going to work because the then, tent yeah. maxed out was still not even close to being tall enough to get the defender in there with as tall that thing was.
0: It was the lighted whips. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, even the light bar and the yeah. cargo rack, it was, it it was, was all big, of it, weird. yeah. So then we realized that that wasn't going to fit. Well, by this time, it was, I think, after 4 o'clock, I think it was, or 4.30, something like that. So we decided, might as well just take everything back to the shop so we can detail it again. Dude,
0: we spun some hard circles that day. Like, we did all that for literally because of the weather, no one to walk by.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. So nobody showed up Friday. The semis, even, I don't even think we're coming in Friday because it was downpouring and all the hammer down guys. They weren't driving their rigs into the stuff, so they weren't was, even showing up.
0: It was like that story you told me about that one guy you knew that drove all the way to the cities to meet a girl, and the girl just ditched him. Yeah, <laughs> just like that. Yeah,
1: <laughs> just in just a major epic fail to just turn around and come back. Yeah. So nobody was even coming in for that part of it. So basically, we just stood there under the tent to stay dry for absolutely absolutely nothing. So then we ended up taking the bike and the Defender because we had to leave it or get it out of there because we couldn't leave it there overnight. We took it back to the shop. I stayed at the shop, tore that bike apart so I could hand detail the whole bike because we drove it in the muddy water, got it clean and detailed Friday night, We showed up super early Saturday morning and then we went all again, grabbed the cars and washed them and detailed them and did it all again for Saturday. We get everything over there on Saturday, and all of a sudden you could just tell like it started getting cool, yeah, just like getting cloudy. And you're looking at the radar and it's like perfectly clear, there's like not one thing out there, but you look up and it's like, man, it's really gray, the temperature is dropping.
0: Pretty nice afternoon. And then though. Yeah,
1: then it did end up being well so then sure, here's my sweatshirts on. Yeah. But I forgot to finish. So then when we got everything out of there Friday night and we got I got the bike all detailed, left there. It was like I don't know, seven o'clock at night when I think I got out of there. Went home. Went home. I ate. Took a shower, and I was like, well, I know I got to get up at 5 to get down to the shop. Yeah, so man. I went to bed early, and then all of a sudden, it was like 9.30. Your mom called? No, I was sitting. No, man. I was sitting there, and that was a different story. Yeah. I was sitting there. It was like 9.30. All of a sudden, I'm like, I woke up, and it's like, man, is it is it pouring out? Like, I could just hear it on the house. The rain was just hitting the window. And, I'm, and so I'm like trying to get my bearings together, and I look out the window, and it's just great and just dumping and the wind's blowing and the first thing i'm thinking of is geez i hope our tent is okay yeah because i'm like and then i was like well you know what they have security they've got it there's people there at the grounds they'll they'll watch it for us i went right back to sleep because i thought you know what am i gonna do if i show up there i'm all by myself like what you
0: could I, you know dude i live like a minute away
1: yeah i know but what are you and i gonna do on a 30-foot tent Ride it out when it blows away. I mean, what are we gonna do? So I thought, you know what? I'll just deal with it tomorrow. I'm not even at this <sighs> point. Most, I'm so tired those of
0: cars were thrashed.
1: Oh, I know. So, just, so I talked to and Sean, course, and
0: then we parked them underneath what the were tree? Those, what were those trees? Yeah, I don't know. Like I don't know. But they had like so they're just starting to sprout, or they're like fully sprouted, and
1: those little buds. The
0: little buds were like. And every nook and cranny of every single vehicle. And then <laughs> Ross's truck got so messed up that he didn't even make it the next day because he no. spent the entire next day cleaning it. Yeah. He's like, he's like, man, my truck is uh not very clean. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well he spent like two days. So Ross is the guy with that lifted Denali with the nine inch lift and twenty sixes underneath it. And he spent, like, two days detailing the truck. Well, then he brought it over Friday. Well, he had to leave as it was raining, so his truck got completely dirty underneath, and it was so dirty. Like you said, he didn't even make it back Saturday for the show because he was still cleaning it.
0: (laughs) And then he was like, so his rims pick up a lot of, like, stuff on the road. And he's like, man, I think I drove through some diesel fuel because my rims are jacked up. (laughs) I was like, yeah.
1: Yeah, who knows? Yeah. Well, then, so on saturday when we started getting the cars back over to the show i run into sean and he's working on like half an hour of sleep yeah and i said hey man i'm like did you guys take care of the tent and he's like you know what we're over at the beer gardens and i looked over and nothing was hopping and i said you know what screw it he's got insurance (laughs) so he apparently had our back not really but it didn't go anywhere. So, the idea of the uh, weighted tires, I think, uh, worked out pretty good because it pretty was good. just yeah. enough to not look <clears throat> so rednecky, but it was enough to secure the tent for.
0: Aesthetically, maybe not fully yeah. executed, but got the job. Anyway. It got the, the job the day, done. That's what matters. Yeah.
1: So, we ended up getting all the vehicles back there again on Saturday. Um, and it ended up turning out. It was a little leery right away on Saturday. I thought for sure, man, it's going to pour again. It's going to rain. Like, it just kind of really put a dampener on my mood, you know, for that whole show. But it ended up turning out pretty good. Um, we got to hang with Steve Darnell. Yeah, that, that was cool, man. Yeah, that Steve that's, was just, that's a cool dude right there.
0: It's like we were, like, just...
1: Like we knew the guy for years already. Yeah, and
0: he was just and I think that's, you know... And you can tell it was authentic. That was oh, yeah. him. You yeah. know, like he told us about like what he drives, like his his daily setups, and what he's working on, and um, like he wasn't just say like he wasn't just like eh, talk to me because I'm Steve Darnell. You know, he, no. he was legit about it. And uh, God dang, his like, um, I'll admit it. I'm not the biggest rat rod guy. I like my things clean and finished. Um, but Those rigs, all of them, are a work of art. Absolutely, it's almost like it. They were so well done that it was like the perfect, like our, the perfect rat rod. You almost can't even consider them a rat rod because Mm -hmm. they are so handcraftedly done and executed. Across the board, that I don't even know what you classify them as. It's just
1: well, the thing that's cool about it, even his rig that he brought and their is function you, too. Well, that's just it. You you look at from the front bumper all the way to the rear, from the bumper bottom to touched. the very roof. Every square inch, it flows. It follows. It it keeps going. It's it's the attention to detail never ends. I'd, never ends.
0: I'd say it's that crazy. I'd say to do something like that is like say semi for semi to do a show quality paint job on a semi um would take half the time of the time he's got involved in those mm-hmm. so
1: tons of detail from inside detail, all, and everything.
0: just all cleverly done and yeah. he's got a functioning torch functioning welder yeah it's legit functioning flatbed it's yeah. legit yeah. Drove that thing here yeah like, it's that's yeah, just cool yeah it's just cool um if you guys ever get a chance to see any of his work in person, highly recommend it. You will not be
1: disappointed. Yeah, it's it was cool. And you know, and you can tell too, you know, visiting with Steve and hanging out with him like that that you know, I've I've met enough I I'm not going to say famous people, but I've I've met enough people that kind of carry some weight no matter what, and you can tell the fake ones to the legit ones. You can tell just by carrying a conversation with them. You can tell by the questions. You can tell by the way they answer the questions, all that stuff, if they're legit or if they're just there because they have to be kind of a deal. Mm -hmm. And 100%, Steve um, Darnell was there because he wanted to. Like he was just – he's just that guy that, you know, he'll – the way that he carried a conversation with you, the way that he followed through with the conversation, he wasn't just trying to push you through or – like yeah, whatever. I'm Steve Darnell. No big deal. No, this guy was like legit. And visiting with him, like you said, it was it was awesome. It's like like we're just meeting up again because we used to hang out way back in the day or yeah, whatever. I mean, I mean, I mean it one was of cool.
0: Personable guys that's just genuine. And you talk to him for five minutes and you feel like you've known him your entire life. He just it's kind of sucks now because like now nah, I feel like I'm kind of getting a little bit fanboyish. Oh yeah, like but i can't be that like i can't be that weirdo <laughs> like <laughs> i don't know like i want to i want to shot talk shop with him now or maybe go wax yeah. some beers with him i don't know like yeah.
1: so you're going to be the guy that like like two days from now you're going to be like knocking on his front door like hey steve hey steve, hey, steve. Yeah. it's rob like <sighs> dude that was a little too quick like when we said we we're going to get together and hang out like he didn't mean like in two days. Like he meant like maybe on in the future, but I mean, he was, him and I've been messaging on Instagram and, and like I said, he's, Jealous. he's, he's cool dude. You know, it's, it's awesome. And like you know, I can't wait. I'm looking forward to be able to get that opportunity to come down there and check out his stuff. But even when he was up here and uh, they pulled him out of the car show to go over to the the party down on main street and man down there, I mean, he come, he loaded up his own stuff. He, he, he strapped it down himself. Like he's, he's a hundred percent like his, his own personal crew, but he come rolling out of the show, just jamming and thumping in the, in the big rig and And showing his devil horns. And
0: yeah. And then he, uh, I thought that was cool. Like he, like he said, he was gonna stop and come check out our display. I understand he's busy, but even just for him to be like. Throw up the deuces and like acknowledge us. I thought that was cool. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 So like um Great guy. So I've never been to Vegas before. Um yeah, I think it'd be a good time to
1: uh do a little company retreat. I think if we can if we can do it. Anyways, yeah. If we can <laughs> if we can figure out a way to do it like on the travel times to where if we can leave like on a Friday, come back Sunday and do i I honestly I'd probably consider it. I think I think we could work something out on that on that deal, and as long as we knew he was like down there and we could schedule it, like he knew we were coming, so he wasn't like gone on doing like a maybe tour or have something. To
0: catch him on a Friday or something.
1: Yeah, maybe we'll just show up and surprise him. No, that'd be that creepy. Well. Yeah, that yeah. would be creepy and no, all. We'd we'd let him know that we're coming, hang out with Steve in Vegas for a night. That would be that'd be worth it.
0: Yeah, it's um. <clears throat> very very creative and Mm -hmm. talented it's one thing to be talented it's it's you can be talented as far as a skill set but if you don't have the vision behind it right then when you can blend both of those and execute your vision that's what makes these builders so
1: great yeah and he's got the knowledge too i mean when you pick his brain he's you know he's not a just a desk guy that points his finger i mean he's he's very knowledgeable he's a hands-on guy and that one hit yeah. deep with me. No, so... I feel like. But I do feel like that I think I'm going to have to up my game and get me a little 12-foot <laughs> tape major and start carrying around, though, because it was like... Oh, his, so you
0: want to be like Steve, too, huh? Yeah,
1: so I think I need to get my own tape major, but... No, he, uh, straight, honestly, cool guy. It was awesome to hang out with him and visit with him, and uh so that kind of made up for Saturday with all the crap that we had to deal with Friday yeah, and Saturday, awesome, but... So then Saturday Thanks. everything shut down cuz the truck races were going to start. So we ended up, you know, it was just you and me and we had what eight eight V8 eight, 9 vehicles that we had to get out of oh, there man, and attempt I, to did tear we, down did so we make some trips. So you and I back and forth one by one, take a vehicle, take the vehicle. Well, now here we are. Yeah, we're here. in our shop over the weekend which we're already booming and busy. Now on a Saturday, we got to find room to stash Eight, nine more, eight vehicles and a bike, somewhere so, inside.
0: We had such high-end vehicles that we had a brand new Super Duty, you know, ninety thousand dollars truck, brand new, like brand new, eight miles on it. That had to sit outside. Brand new Toyota Tacoma, probably had, I think that one had like twenty miles on it. That had to sit outside. Which Just,
1: you pulled out of the showroom when we went and picked it up. Like it's, it was showroom yeah, they, right, li- literally I, out they of the, the showroom. Room.
0: I drove that before the owner did.
1: Yeah, yeah. And we have, and for you, if you guys are listening, we dearly apologize for that for leaving it sit outside.
0: It was just <laughs> the customers. Um, I did run it by the customers yeah. first. They were like, "Yeah, would, we understand. You guys got to do what you got to do." So um, obviously, if something would have happened, it would have been taken care of. Something. Yeah, yeah. So,
1: but even on that level, like trying to like squeeze a already fully packed shop to try to find room for eight more vehicles. It was nerve-wracking. So we finally got stuff organized and switched around to where we could get vehicles into our shop. And then what do we do? We come back again super, super early on Sunday and we super wash and detail everything again for Sunday's show.
0: Which um I'm glad uh the, the weekend uh gradually ended on a high note. Uh, that was... Mm-hmm. By far, I will almost say one of the most enjoyable shows for me. Um, my first buggies and Blues um, was a lot. Um, a lot of a lot of interaction. Mm-hmm. Second buggies and blues, I think it was just royally hot and a ton of people. So buggies and blues um, from from my point of view, um, I always look forward. I always saw it as okay. It's going to be intense. It's going to be a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this year, it was just good. Like, yeah, it, it was, was like just, a
1: different. Yeah, everything was atmosphere. Like,
0: yeah, it was just the and don't get me wrong, buggies and blues is awesome mm-hmm. all around. But uh, sometimes, as a vendor, um, a little bit more high-profile vendor, um, it gets to be a lot. You never know what customer is going to approach you with what Mm -hmm. you got to be, um, it's like having the shop door open and there's a group of a thousand people outside and then, well, you just got to be ready for whatever each and one of those thousand people may present to you. Right. So, um, so yeah. And this year, um, a lot of just oriented uh, people came up to me. Mm-hmm. They had, they weren't just, you know, oh, well, I got this. And not to sound bad, but sometimes it, it's just like you hear the same thing. It's like, oh, my old man had this. And it's like, you know, that's awesome. But, uh, you know, my old man had 20 nice trucks too. So yeah. sweet. Yeah. But not to sound like a, a rude but it's just like you only take so much of it
1: well i think i think the the right way of saying that is i think there's a time and place for it. and when you're at a show and you're there for the business part of it it's like that's not the time where you want a hundred people to show and tell you you know what i mean like that's where you want the people you want because the guy that's standing next to him actually does have a checkbook that he wants to do some business with you or invest into a project that You're playing show and tell, which I do it. I've been doing this for many, 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 many years. And it's like, yeah, it's nice. And I I always like to hear the story. And and to be honest with you, I'm all about like, uh, I don't mind some guy telling me his life story about his vehicle or car or truck or whatever it is. But it's like, let's give me the five minute version and not the 35 minute version. Because I'll listen and I appreciate it. I do. I, I appreciate every part of it. But until you're ever on our end, it's hard to just like pull up a chair. Let's sit and, sh- you know, yeah. shoot the and crap here like, for I, a while. When you got five other people standing there that want to ask you legitimate questions, yeah, it's hard it's, to balance that out. And you especially
0: know? with that, that Scott's chassis, mm-hmm. um, I kind of positioned myself between the chassis and the bike. So I kind of cover all angles. Um, and... You know, a lot of questions at the chassis was just stripped did you guys make this and mm-hmm. um a lot of people um some people were like oh, okay so you bought a chassis why is that cool well and other people looked at it like okay you have access and you know what you're doing as far as specking out these chassis mm-hmm. that's cool mm-hmm. and you have a, a source um and so, like, there's some people that are just like, "Oh, you didn't make the chassis? Why are you showing it off?" It's like that's not the point. Mm-hmm. We're not showing yeah. off our craftsmanship, but we're showing off what, what we, we can, can offer. What we can offer, right? So,
1: and and I think a lot of it is too. Is is first of all, a lot of people, and you know, we're not biased to either one because I've done Roadster Shop, and now we're with Scott. So I'm not. I don't have I don't have a great. favorite for either no, one. No, absolutely I, not. it's it's more of the fact like if you prefer Roadster Shop. Absolutely. I'm a hundred percent. I love roadster shop. I'm, I'm on board no matter what. If Absolutely. you want Scott's hundred percent on board, love it. Would never veer you to any other one. So I, I'm not biased to either company. I think they both produce a hellacious pr- yeah. pr- product. But I think the biggest thing is, is when I was talking to people with about that chassis is they figured like you just say, Hey, I need a, chassis for a 37 Ford pickup and then they're like okay and this shows up and you're like no you don't realize what it entails to order a chassis and the amount of specking and the detail that you can detail the order orientation for this chassis and I think a lot of people were blown away that there's so much work involved into ordering a chassis for a build
0: so the whole point of these chassis is to streamline it to where we're not cutting up other vehicle frames to make it work. Right. So the whole point of this chassis is to save us and the customer time, save the customer money, and it, it comes full circle with everything. So, and especially when um, that particular chassis I charge a customer 30 grand for, mm-hmm. if I make a mistake with that kind of money and... Um, I don't want to cost the business money or I don't want to cost the customer time. Well, man, you got to do this thing. Right. Right. You know, um, I'm not just, uh, I'm not just filling out a form here. Right. You know, um, you gotta know which questions to ask
1: Um, the measurements of of everything,
0: both the customer and, um, my sales rep at Scott's. So, um, don't just think I just, uh, we sent a check off.
1: Yeah. Um, now or just say hey i want option a in black send it what's my total like it's not yeah. even remotely close to that
0: and getting back to the roaster shop thing kind of what i've been finding is roaster shop i believe say rj comes in with a split bumper camaro and he's like hey uh we're gonna run an lsa with twin turbos on it it's gonna be making around 1300 to 1500 horsepower Pro, I think roaster shops have them high horsepower, mm-hmm. high performance chassis dialed. So I think they are each very reputable chassis builders in their own right. It's just all depends on what you're building.
1: Right, absolutely. I so, agree 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So to get back to, so kind of I'm going to jump ship here a little bit. So Sunday we we get back super early. I think you beat me at the shop by a few minutes cuz you were just kind of opening the doors up as I rolled honestly,
0: through. Honestly,
1: I but s- I had to stop at McDonald's and get a coffee. So like I For sure. Yeah. I
0: honestly um slept so good Saturday night. I I, I call those nights my catch-up nights. Um <laughs> I'm like catching up on sleep, not sure. like oh, the sure. Yeah. <laughs> um I went to bed at 8:30 and so what is 8:30 to 5:30? What is that like 10 hours, nine hours. I slept so good. So rock solid. It took me a good hour, hour and a half to wake up. I remember you were throwing stuff at me and I was like, what? <laughs> like I was just like waking up. So I was like, I probably did about a good five to 10 circles. Just opening up the shop. that morning,
1: <laughs> Just trying to get it dialed <laughs> just like, in. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I know we get there early and we start washing and cleaning and detailing these cars. And so we're starting to make like a, like a collage out front and so ross shows up with his lifted denali and so ross is a good good dude he 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 means well but he is a very special individual and um he's kind of like one of those guys you just like having around because of the uh you know the entertainment that he produces just you never
0: know what's going to come out of his mouth yeah
1: he's just a special unique More individual ass, I guess i <laughs> yeah. So he, he comes, he shows up, so now we, there's three of us, so we utilize the three of us to get all these vehicles over to Buggies and Blues to our spot, that's the, our vendor location. So I lead the pack with my dirty trailer now and my dirty truck because of the rain, and we come pulling into my spot, and for years I've I've had, I've in my new spot I've always had the whole block, it was my agreement, that's what we've always agreed on, and... And I'm not I'm not saying nothing bad about Buggies and Blues because Dell and Matt like they're they're great guys and and I know like anything can happen, but I come around the corner and half of my lot is taken up by another vendor and yep, a
0: couple RVs there and about a thousand yeah signs. these little
1: these ten signs and so I I back up and I'm thinking I'm on the wrong street, so I, I here I am in my truck pulling up my order form on my email to find it and I'm like no. I'm on the right street. This is my spot, and the the guy that has always since I remember it's always worked that area security comes up and he's like, "Hey, stranger, I did you give up half of your location?" I'm like, "No," I, was, I said, "What what's no, going he on?" He's it. like, "Yeah," and he said, <laughs> like, "I thought it was weird too." And so I, I I see Matt come zipping by on his uh on his golf cart and and it's like as soon as he's seen my look like I you just tell he just like applied the brakes, then you just hear him, er, you know, the those little golf carts. And he come rolling up to me, and as soon as he see me, he's just like, he put his head down, and he's like, man, I am so sorry. We got sidetracked, And and he's like, I'll ask him to move. And at that point, I'm like, there's no way that we can do this. I mean, they had a lot of those metal Damn, signs, paper, and it just – yeah, yeah, and then Brax and I'm like, dude, we I don't want to be that guy and, and ask him to leave, and no. I didn't want to move, but again, it really put a monkey wrench in our whole display, our you know, for our merchandise and everything because it, I'd it say all, we overcame it really well. Yeah, but so like we that. had to, you know, we pulled the wings out, we started flapping them, and you know okay. what, we winged it. We soared, yeah, soared to the clouds. So we get everything somewhat set up. We jump in a defender. We run, have breakfast because us three grown men are, we're hungry and we eat and we come back and, and we finish setting up and, you know, the whole show went really very, very well. And everybody that you talked to was in a really good mood. Um, and I think the weather had a lot to do with it because I think it only got to like eighty or eighty two. Yeah, slight breeze. Slight it was breeze. A like, little bit of an overcast. It was like sunny and seventy five. Yeah, it was it was perfect. But the the crowd I think was different. I feel like it was it was just a different crowd. All in all, of the people being there, but it just it ended up being a very successful show. Uh, a lot of inquiries on the motorcycle. We got a lot of inquiries on that on Scott's chassis. Um and that defender got a defender, lot.
0: So did Leroy's.
1: Yeah, Leroy's square body got a a ton of interest. It seems like there's always a crowd of people around. So we ended up parking those out on Main Street.
0: I think there was a bunch of cops around Ross's truck.
1: Yeah, they're probably specking that thing out. Right, and watch out for him.
0: That's <laughs> <laughs> what he sent me a text right before the podcast. He's like, "I, I got you got pulled over again." Did he?
1: Yeah. Uh, like, I think, good for him. <laughs> <laughs> he's a good dude yeah but it it did the the show went down really well and you know it's just we didn't get to set up and do what we really wanted to and what we had planned on but it all worked out anyways and and uh again it, it felt good in a way because it seemed like i wasn't pressured to talk to a lot of people but the people we did talk to, we could we could carry a conversation with them and then attend the next one. Carry a conversation with them and then attend the next one. Yeah, you, you didn't have We got to, full detail with every person yeah, that came up you, and asked questions. You didn't
0: have to cut any conversation short. Right. Um, you didn't have a line of people waiting to talk to you. It just, like, the honestly, it was, like, the flow. Yeah, the flow it was a was consistent,
1: good, good steady yeah. flow, yeah. No, it was a good show, um, and I love with Buggies and Blues because it seems like there's a lot of people that I don't get to see but every year you get to reunite with a lot of those those people whether if it's a a vendor or a customer or with a with a car or just a, a friend that you haven't seen since last year's buggies and blues but it was an all in all it was, it was a great show and again the guys that that put on the the buggies and blues they even with all that mishap it was still a very well oiled machine and they they did an awesome job
0: i think it went pretty well because Normally, within a week or two, you'll start getting some phone calls from new customers. Um, they must have seen our work, grabbed our business cards, and uh, you know they wanted to talk to us. So I've already got three of them phone calls. Nice. Yeah. So, and one being uh, Jerry. What's Jerry's last name? From
1: Napa, oh, uh, Mo I ain't Moss Brocker, I can't That's... remember, but but I've known Jerry. I mean,
0: and so Jerry knows a good paint job when he sees one, and for him to stop by and he wants right. us to do his sport, that was yeah,
1: yeah. It was it was nice to see that him walk through our doors. It was it was quite a pat on the back, I guess I should say for yeah for me that and, he picked our shop to come and over. And then there.
0: I remember. When um, you were done talking to him, and I started talking to him, and he's like, he just he looked me down in the eye. And he's like, Rob, I trust you guys. Mm-hmm. So that was nice to hear. He just he looked me down in the eye and he's like, for lack of a better words, like I trust you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it
1: was good to have that. You know, I've known Jerry for quite a few years, doing business with Napa. So and, uh, yeah, and so, uh, yeah. super nice guy, great oh, guy. Yeah. yeah. And, and if you're a Ford guy, I mean, he can. He's that guy can build some motors, that guy can build some trucks. Like he's he's a diehard Ford, but he's very knowledgeable. Oh yeah, he's good. He, yeah. yeah, and he was showing us some of uh he he builds um uh, uh pulling trucks and he yeah, was showing us some trucks. pictures and some videos of Those some of the gas stuff he's trucks Oh, are man, scene, yeah. yeah. So it was cool to visit with him and get yeah. to see some of that. It was pretty exciting. It was, right. was kind of neat.
0: Yeah, and then uh so yeah, Sunday was great. I think we went uh went and ripped the Harleys until you ran out of gas.
1: Oh, it was Sunday, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But. So man, yeah. it was just good to just kind of go out and unwind just a little bit, just yeah. to kind of clear the head, because I knew that this week was going to be insanely busy, which we've got, you know, speaking of that, we have that that Ford that we had to leave outside that finally came in our shop to start that whole transformation and there's a list of stuff that we got to do to that and not only that but we have another big customer coming in tomorrow to check out our shop to do a to do a chassis complete ground up rebuild on a 49 lead sled so probably
0: um, one of the if there was a holy grail car from a hot rodding standpoint, standpoint, you got a Deuce Coop and you got a '49 Merc, mm-hmm. and this guy wants us to get his very, very nice '49 Mercury on the ground. Mm-hmm. So,
1: and that's like my holy grail. That you know, to see something like that come through my shop is like, you know, that fulfillment for me to see because someday i've I've told myself for years and it's still on my bucket list like i'm i will own one one way somehow i will own a lead sled
0: i have i gotta go check my customer list but i have a lead on a bunch of mercuries
1: dude i'm yeah i'm in yeah that that's like the one out of all my stuff in my life to own like it be a fulfillment to say next to my shoebox that I have a lead sled and uh so to just to even have that come through my shop that I get to work on and and to like build and and to do all that is such a pleasure for me
0: and the fact so this I'm not sure how much this customer spent on this car um it had to be a pretty penny so for it cuz I've seen the car it is pretty nice yeah it's pretty nice so for him, well, it sounds like we're in, but for him to even get to this point, because this guy's got the money to take it anywhere he wants. to. Right. Um,
1: and you've been you've been talking to this guy for months. For months. For months. Yeah. Like he's he's the questions and and the the amount of detailing and everything that he's been asking, it's you know, uh it's insane. But it's not just uh, hey, how are you guys doing? I'm coming to check your place out. Like he's he's been uh. He's been checking us out for a very long time, and uh, it's uh finally. And he's from a he's from another state, South so Dakota. yeah. So he's gonna come and check us out into our place, and and actually get to put the email and the name to a face. And yeah. uh, he's doing his research too, and and I feel like that's that's awesome. I'd say, like, but but like you said. He's putting in a lot of time and effort to make sure we are the shop to that fulfill I mean, yeah. his wants and needs. Also,
0: and honestly, um, I can save a lot of correspondence. Just like, hey, if you don't believe my words, come check out our shop. Mm-hmm. You know, we ain't bsing. You know, yeah, we, we can get it done. So
1: so we have that coming up tomorrow and so we're excited for that but we got a lot of big stuff going on at the shop like we always do um when that time comes watch we'll be posting pictures but again busy uh i do want to throw out a thank you to the guys that uh um to the put on for the buggies and blues that even though with the little mishap it was still a very very amazing awesome show well well put together it um and, you know, hats off to those guys. They they did an amazing job. So, And even with, you know, Sean and the uh, um, Adelman Believers and the Hammer Down show, that still turned out good. Even though with the rain, man, I had a good time. It was fun. The food was great. Um, yeah, the show was, was good. Great. The trucks did end up come rolling in. I think they had 182, I think I heard, or 185 trucks, I think I heard. So they still had a great turnout even with all the rain and, and the mud. Those rigs still showed up and put on a show, so it was it was a good time.
0: Yeah, no, it was. um, All in all, that was a good weekend.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's the weather. Other than the rain, it was like I said, wasn't too hot. So everything worked out good. Just a lot of a lot of mishaps and a lot of like wrenches in it. But man, we flapped those wings. Yeah, a a lot of curveballs. curveballs, But man, we still we winged it. We 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 nailed it. Smashed it it out of the park. Yeah. So. so again thanks to, to those guys yeah. and um, again, check us out on our on our website dakotacustoms.com, Facebook, our Instagram, um, our YouTube channel and uh, just anywhere in there you can drop a comment. We have it on our Facebook. there's a spot with our unriveted that you can comment. Just go even if you go on our Facebook, I don't care. go on there, comment you like it, don't like it. there's something you want us to talk about a specific question anything like that feel free put in a comment we'll answer you we'll do what we can um if not like it and um and until the next one we'll see you next week see you guys thanks for listening
0: yep thanks for listening Bye. bye
1: Thanks for listening to Unriveted Radio. Also
0: available on demand with the Supertalk 1270 mobile app. Download in the App Store or Google Play today. Unriveted Radio. Presented by Dakota Customs. A
1: full-service custom garage on the strip in Mandan.